and the brave new world begins. When all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sins, as surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook headings, with terror and slaughter return. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Copybook Headings podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, this show is inspired by the poem by Rudyard Kipling called The Gods of the Copybook Headings. And every week we take an old proverb, maxim, or saying, and we break it down to see what we can learn from it. Uh, I am your host, Patrick Payne, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Stevens. Andrew, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Doing great, man. Long time no see. (laughs) <laughs> yeah we've been like, recording just or just recorded another one the other day um normally we do a week but we were trying to catch up we had a few uh normally like to keep a few extras around but um yeah uh no no, no nothing new to report we took the kids skiing today i guess is new and oh, it was cool yeah really cold and windy and we didn't last long <laughs> we came <laughs> home how about you I have yeah just uh Pretty pretty normal uh, weekend for us. We've got a little bit, just a dusting of snow, but that's enough to to make little kids excited. So that was fun. Yeah, um, got to yeah. play out in the snow. Uh, learned that we cannot ride our scooter in the snow; it doesn't work. And, oh uh, man, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's um, that's sad things that kids learn that they don't want to find out about. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? Um, how many of your kids ski and or snowboard? So this year we got like a family pass for the little mm-hmm. resort near us. Um, and so we're kind of teaching them last year. A few of them learned, but we've got uh, my daughter and then one, two, three of my sons are doing it. Two are skiing, one snowboarding. And then my little one or one of my second youngest, um, He's four. We were, we got him some little skis, but he hasn't been up yet. So we're going to take him. We're going to try it out this year. See if he can, see if he can, he can hang. Oh, we see a lot of people like with little kids, you know, they got a little tow rope on them to keep them from, you know, getting yeah. away from them or something, all sorts of different stuff. I don't know how we're going to do it, but yeah. Do people still do the thing where you like kind of rubber band the front, the tips of the skis together to oh, yeah, yeah. the wedge for them? Yeah. The still edgy wedgies or whatever they call them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I've seen a bunch of those. <laughs> Yep. Heck yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you've done this before or I've seen it done at least. Yeah. seen it done. I, I, I learned to ski when I was about 12, so I didn't, I didn't go through that experience, but seen it a lot on the slopes. Yeah. Nice. I think my wife's switching from snowboarding to skiing. She's um, tired of the, <laughs> the sitting down and the getting up and the strapping <laughs> in. I'm like, yeah, it seemed cool when you were younger and now it's like kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. <But> anyway. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, we've got uh, got an interesting proverb this week. This is one that I had selected, um, and one that I'd never heard before. Before I found it, came across it, I, and you said you hadn't heard the, this one either, right? Is that right? Yeah, new to me. Yeah. Okay, sweet. So this one says, "A little of what you fancy does you good." Um, <clears throat> so when I saw saw it, I was intrigued by it because it seemed like a little bit of a different. Um, a different direction than when many of our proverbs go like, so my, my initial impression of this is when it says a little of what you fancy does you good means 
you know, maybe a little bit of um, indulgence or something, indulging in something yeah. that you like can, can do you good sometimes. Like you don't have to be yeah. super disciplined, super stoic all the time. And I think with a lot of the proverbs that we talk about over and over, it seems to become that way. Like, Hey, don't do this or Hey, make sure you're doing that. And sometimes it's okay to just let loose and just, you know, have that bowl of ice cream or something, you know, that, that's kind of what I thought, what, what, where I took this. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it was, it has, has kind of like a permissive, not, not in the, the bad way, but kind of, yeah, permissive, indulgent kind of, um, a little more freeing message than, yeah, than like you say, a lot of others where they're very um, dogmatic about what is right and what you should be doing, and yep, and you know the moderation in all things. Like this is kind of the, it's similar to that, right? But it's it's kind of the flip side of that, um, or at least a, a softened way to put it. That it's okay to have, you know, it's okay to enjoy things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if uh, I think that's a really good way to put it. It's okay to enjoy things. It's okay to enjoy your life. And, um, you know, the the quote is a little of what you fancy, not all of it, not yeah. doing everything that you want all the time and, you know, uh, going to excess, like we've talked about nothing to excess, right? Uh, but a little mm-hmm. bit of it, uh, you shouldn't uh, be so, try to be so disciplined in your life or so focused on doing everything perfectly that you don't allow yourself to have a little bit of fun, to have a little bit of indulgence with, with certain things. Right. Um, so I looked up the, the history of this one and I didn't get a ton on it, but I did find there was a British novel by Mary Corelli and it was called Vendetta, a story of one forgotten. And there was a a variation of this, of this proverb Mm. in there. So anyway, that was kind of, it's believed to be an adaptation from that is what this, this author had said. So, okay. um, yeah. And that was, uh, I can't remember the year I could look that up, but, um, yeah. 1886 the book was written in 1886. So, okay. At least so that a little, little bit newer, kind of uh-huh. like the last one we did where there wasn't a ton before the 1800s. Um, cool. Yeah. I mean, this does have that kind of, does have a little bit of Victorian feel to it. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, for sure. So uh, it was, uh, w- one of the things it kind of reminded me of is, you know, a lot of people doing resolutions this time of year. And mm-hmm. uh, I was talking to some a group of some, some friends online and they were saying that they were all like doing this, that or the other for, for the resolutions. And a lot of them were like, I'm cutting out caffeine. And, yeah. uh, and I was like, nah, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> maybe it's good for me. Maybe it'd be better. Maybe someday I will, but no, I enjoy my a little bit of, I have some herbal teas I drink and some energy drinks that I like, and I don't think I'm going to get quick caffeine. I'm just, this is going to be my indulgence for a little while, at least for now, where, uh, I'm just going yeah. to, you know, it's going to be the thing that I fancy that's going to be, do me a little bit of good. So, um, you know, maybe it's going to differ for, for somebody else, but, uh, for me, that's, I'm hanging on to that one. Yeah. That's uh that's one in our house too, where, uh, we've got, uh, we've got a line item in our budget for soda and, <laughs> uh, for, for going around like here in Utah. And I, I think probably up where you are too, there's a lot of those, you know, soda shops, they'll add in different flavors yeah. and stuff like that instead of, you know, the coffee shops you see everywhere else. 
and um, you know we like to go to those. So, but you know to not be overly indulgent, we've you know set a limit on it for for every month. But yeah, that's kind of specifically in our budget. We have the X amount of dollars for soda every month, <laughs> so we can do this. Yeah. My favorite caffeine drinks, I, I order them online and just get them, you know, every month in a case. So I don't even have uh-huh. to like, so it's easier to budget that way. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not like running to the store or running out or whatever. I just have my, I got my little, my little kick in the morning, my little fix. And, uh, and yeah, that's that. So, um, uh, what do you think about, you know, obviously I think this is, I think this is good advice. I think it's important to not try to live your life in some kind of ascetic way where, you know, you're just torturing yourself all the time. Uh, I think it's important to have fun. I think it's important to enjoy your life and relax and, and indulge a little bit. Um, what do you think about the, the balance of this one? I mean, obviously you, a lot of things you can, you quote unquote indulge in can be taken too far. Uh, maybe some things that people indulge in really shouldn't be done at all. Where do you think the line is with this one? Oh, and this is one I, I struggle with a little bit. I think, you know, for me, a big, a big, uh, challenge is like dialing in a good diet for myself. Um, yeah. because you know, my, my wife likes to remind me that when I, like I get all gung ho to go just quit all the junk, you know, quit all and eat real, really, really clean and, you know, limit calories if I'm trying to lose some weight. And mm-hmm. she always reminded me, like, if you do that, like, there's always, there's always the bounce back, right? Once you, yep. once you're done with that, or once you drop off that, then it just, it's, there's whiplash going the other way. Um, and so I think that it's good to build in that, like to build in that moderation, to build in the, um, the little allowances into something like that so that you're not tempted to just, you know, binge on the M&Ms when you have a bad day, right? Because you've already got your little baggie full of them for the day. And so you, you're going to get some. You're not going to be completely deprived that day. So that that's kind of the, what, come to mind, what comes to mind for me and, and what is a challenge for me. And that this, I think, yeah. addresses pretty well. Yeah, I think uh, people, a lot of people have struggles with, you know, with their diet and various things. A lot of people are trying to stay healthy, but you know, food is good. So we like to eat and we like to yeah. we like to do various things. So um, I, you know, I heard a, a trainer or a nutritionist once say that you, you want to make sure that your cheat meal doesn't turn into a cheat day, you know? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> if, if you have a, a cheat meal, it should be a meal, not, um, or I think a lot of people will say, Oh, I have a cheat day. And he says, well, maybe you should cut that down to a cheap meal. Cause sometimes an entire day of just eating whatever you want could really blow up the whole week, you yeah. know? So he's like, yeah. well, just eat whatever you want one meal and just go nuts and just have, you know, seconds if you want and have dessert and one meal and then go back to, back to doing what you're doing and, and then plan it out if you want to do that. So, so um, it, it's, it's easy when you allow yourself to indulge to, to start going too far and then, and then the diet's ruined, right? <laughs> then you got to go back to square one. So, so yeah, I think it's important to, to remember uh, that, well, I, not so much remember, but I think it's important to just um, experiment and figure it out. You know, if you're trying things and and it's not getting you the goals, it's not getting you the results you want, and you're not hitting the goals that you are sh- shooting for, then you might need to you might need to go back and readjust. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's a great um, great way to do it. 
Um, now, for <clears throat> I guess I guess for um, other aspects of life, what do you what do you see this applying to? Like what what came to mind for you? Um, yeah, so for me, I get I tend to get distracted easily with entertainment and screens and social media that sort of thing. Um, you know, watching TV or watching movies or video games or, or things like that. We we have a you know we we have this constant battle in my house with all my boys on um, what the correct amount of video games is, and I don't I still don't know the answer. Um, yeah, <laughs> I kind of wish it we could, they'd never heard of them and we could just play zero because it, it's like, it's always causes some problem, but at the same time, like they're fun. And I, I don't mind them playing. Sometimes I like to play with them a little bit and it's not a bad, I don't think it's always a bad thing, but it's, it seems to almost always cause problems. And then if we allow a little bit of it, then they always want more. And, um, yeah. it's so stimulating compared to just like being outside playing, you know, they, they always will prefer that. And, um, which I don't love. So, um, this is something that, that we've, we've really struggled with is to, you know, how much is too much? How, you know, should we just cut it out cold Turkey for a while? Should we cut it out cold Turkey permanently? Should we allow it once a week for a little bit? And, uh, we, we haven't really figured, figured that out, but, but that's one that I think maybe a little bit, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of mindless entertainment for boys is okay. As long as it's not too much. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it's, that's kind of what I grew up with. Um, we weren't, uh, we weren't big into video games. Um, but I remember like one, one thing for us was with TV, we would do, um, one night a week where we watched TV during dinner. Like otherwise, mm. you know, dinner was no TV. Um, I don't know, a lot of families are, are like that, but, um, and so Saturday night, was Star Trek night. So we would watch Star Trek during dinner oh, cool. and that was kind of, and that, I think it's a fond memory for me, I think. And, uh, um, so yeah. So thinking about those kinds of things that those boundaries, my parents set for us and trying to think of similar things for my family, for my kids, uh, what kind of boundaries to set there. Um, cause things change, like it feels like you're in, living in a different world, generation to generation and trying to figure out what's appropriate for, for the next, next generation is, is tricky. Next generation, Star Trek. We want, that's the one we're watching. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah no pun intended. <clears throat> no pun intended. Um, yeah, uh, I think so. And I, in, in, you know, I, I, it's, it's a tough question that I asked you because it's, there's no way you know, you can know what's right for, for my kid. I don't even know what's right mm -hmm. from each one of my kids. They're, they might all be different. I might have to have different, different strategies for each one of them yeah. uh, in, in terms of their, their screen consumption. You know, uh, we did, we, we do something similar to that. Sometimes we have uh, a family movie night and we'll lay blankets down on the, yeah. in the living room. And so everyone can eat in there and then we'll usually like make pizza or something. And we all watch a movie. We haven't done it in a little while, but we used to do that a lot. Um, so the kids would, kids would enjoy that. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's really important to, to indulge a little bit. Um, well, let me ask you this. What do you think are the benefits of that? What do you think are the benefits of giving yourself a, a little reward or having that little treat or, or doing something once in a while, rather than just being disciplined hundred percent of the time? Hmm. Man, I don't know. Cause <laughs> I feel like, um, you know, it's, I guess it's just a different, um, 
a different struggle that different, you know, periods uh, of, of history have to deal with, right? Like you think mm-hmm. like great depression time or, or before like the, the once in a while, like indulgence really was special and rare and, but it, you never had the risk that you're going to have too much of it. Right. You're never going like to, right. those, those kids weren't having too much candy. Uh, yeah. They weren't having too much entertainment. Um, and so there's, it's the flip now and you, you, you kind of, you still want to treat it that way, but, but that's not what your life is like. Really it's, it's like depriving yourself of those things that are so easy to get that so easy to come by is, is, is the, the bigger challenge. So for sure, man, um, I don't know. <laughs> no, you made, you made some really good points there, man. Like it's uh, in our society, it's, this is not one that I think more, most people need to hear. I think probably the opposite is a lot of people need to hear, don't indulge too much. Don't go too much with the yeah. video games or the social media or the alcohol or the sweets or whatever. Um, uh, but I, I mean, I still do think it's good advice and I still do think mm-hmm. it applies in certain cases to certain people who yeah. maybe feel like they feel guilty every time they indulge in anything. Yeah. And uh, I, I think it's nobody can do everything all at once. Like, like I was telling you about my friends with the caffeine, they're going on a no caffeine kick. And I was just like, you know what? I have so many other things going on. Like that's something that I like. Um, yeah. and, and maybe someday I'll be like, it's, I'll be better off without it. Maybe I'll try someday. I'll kick it, you know? But right now it's like, you can only take on so many things. And that just was not something that I chose to take on at this moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have other goals. Yeah. I have other struggles. It's like, don't burden yourself too much to where it's going to make you collapse. Don't push yourself so hard. Like in, like you mentioned in the diet where it's so strict that you're just not going to stick with it. And you're not going to, you're not going to maintain that. Make sure you get your, give yourself some rewards in there. Probably just, uh, I think it's probably mental, you know, you need a little break from, uh, from the hard work. Yeah, I, I've seen that, you know, studies or whatever, or I've seen it asserted that you've there's a finite amount of willpower, right, that you have. For and sure. I, I mean, it's true for my life. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, how, how are you going to spend that? And I think it takes way more willpower a lot of the time. It takes way more to be completely free of whatever, like caffeine or something like that, um, than it is to say, okay, well, every Friday I'm going to have have my big soda. Mm-hmm. Um, like that way you're, you're not depleting your willpower reserves on that one thing, unless that's the most important thing. Yeah. Um, but if you've got other things going on, yeah, you, you kind of, you need to choose your battles of how you're going to spend that. And so, and so like for me, um, you know, there, there's, I mean, the nice thing about the technology we have, there, there are a lot of things that can help you with that kind of stuff. Like when it comes to screens in the past, I've used, you know, these little thing, you know, website blockers and app blockers on your phone and, and on mm-hmm. your desktop. So you can, if you're on Twitter too much, you can have it blocked during your work hours or things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that frees up some of that willpower for you so you don't have to worry about backsliding during that time and things like that. Yeah. I use some of those apps too, to kind of help me focus on work during work time and that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah I think that's great. Um, uh, what, what do you think, um, this is kind of usually the time we talk about the, um, as Kipling puts it, the gods of the marketplace. What, what, what do you think of society thinks of this one? Do you think they agree with it? Do you think they disagree with it? Do you think this is a message that's pushed or one that's, uh, um, the opposite? 
Um, no, I think I think people go a little extreme on this one. So, mm-hmm. like either extremely indulgent or extremely Spartan, you know, in their mm-hmm. their applications. Like it is because it is hard to do a little bit of of things you like, right? That's that's the big challenge. But I also think, you know, as we were talking about, I think this one, the the challenge has flipped from when it was coined, from the, when this one was coined, you know, where there was a lot, you know, there was less, less around of what you fancied back in the day, right? So it was easier yep. to, easier to turn off that faucet than it is today. And so it's a different problem today than it has been in the past. Yeah, I think you're 100% right and I think the as we mentioned earlier, the little bit is the is the operative part there. Um mm-hmm. uh making sure you have a little bit of the indulgences because man, um yeah, I mean you already said it. There's just so much. There's so much to to distract you with, so much to indulge you with, so much to placate you with, so much to entertain you or or satiate you in in some way. I mean, you could just bombard yourself with all this stuff and you're not going to become a better person. You're, you're going to not going to be a disciplined person. You're not going to accomplish much. Uh, probably not going to be very happy if all you're doing is consuming. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, a little bit, a little bit of what you fancy does you good. A lot of what you fancy probably does not, right? None of what you fancy probably doesn't either. So this is kind of a, one of those, one of those moderation, um, Proverbs, which, which like you mentioned, moderation can be sometimes harder than just cold Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, um, you know, going back to the very beginning, that's, that's kind of what I've run into with, with diet stuff. Like sometimes it really is easier for me to, at least to go along with a pretty strict diet, like to do keto or something and Mm -hmm. and be really locked into that. But the trouble is once you get out of it, the, the, the inevitable, uh, backlash at least for me um but yeah like society-wide i think people really struggle with it so you have on the one hand you have all the people who are like really gung-ho cut out everything bad be ruthless about it the grind set you gotta yeah you gotta go for it full full bore and never take your eyes off the prize uh, and then there's the other side that just kind of gives up and it's like well anything you do is great you're wonderful as you are yeah and and uh, you you deserve it you know treat yourself and treat yourself every day all day and and that's kind of you know neither of those is good yeah 100% you see a lot of extremes nowadays and 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 the the correct path is probably somewhere somewhere in the middle um you know we have i like we have a lot of kids we have six kids and so my wife and i will take have weekly date nights where we'll usually like we'll get a babysitter and we'll go out to go out to eat. My, my, my daughter's old enough now where she can kind of watch the little kids, which is nice. Um, mm. but that's something we just, we do every week. And, yeah. uh, like you mentioned about the budget, we factor going out to eat once a week into our budget. And we've been doing that since back before I was making any money and we were poor. Like we did the same thing. And maybe we didn't go to as nice of restaurants, but like we went somewhere and we did something because uh, yeah. we felt it was really important to just for our relationship, for our mental health, for just having a break to have just a little indulgence, a couple hours a week of just spending time together, going out to eat, sitting down, not having to cook, not having to clean kids are at home watching TV. And then, uh, and then, and then we, we, we've been doing that forever for, 
since we've been married. So, um, yeah, man, I think, I think it's, it's really important for, um, um, yeah, just to make sure you're enjoying your life. We're supposed to enjoy our lives. We're not just supposed to do everything right and, uh, and beat ourselves up when we do things wrong. Well, I like that you mentioned that because I think, I think that's probably the key is putting stuff like that on, on autopilot, so to speak. Like you've got your, your weekly appointment for, for a fun date. Um, and that, that frees you up to not have to worry about it the other days. And and I think that applies to a lot of other things, maybe a little better as a, an analogy, but like, you know, whether it's that you have that cheat meal once a week, um, that you can look forward to and you know, it's there. So you don't need to, oh, well, like, well, I, I really want this hamburger today, but, uh, but tomorrow's my day for it. So I'll do tomorrow. I'll wait. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. Um, I think that, that does make it a lot easier. I think that's the, the key to, to unlocking this proverb in, in our age. I think, think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. I think that the intentionality of planning it, scheduling it, putting pen to paper or, you know, digital or whatever, however you keep track of it. But yeah. Um, saying this is when I'm going to do it. Cause then it gives you the, the freedom to have what you want. The thing that you enjoy, you know, how much you're going to have of it. You know, when you're going to have it, mm-hmm. you know, um, just set yourself a set yourself a thing. Like if you're having too much caffeine, maybe just uh, rather than cutting it out, you just allow yourself instead of two energy drinks a day, you go <laughs> go to one or a, <laughs> half a yeah. one or something. You know what I mean? And then save the rest. I, yeah. I, I don't know, but uh, but yeah, uh, intentionality I think is super crucial, and, and that because that's not just uh, applicable to this proverb, but man, so many of them. Just being intentional and and having a plan and making sure that you're being proactive in your life and life's not just, you're not just reacting to everything. Cause if you do that, and if you're just reactive to everything, you're going to end up, you're not going to be sticking to your diet. You're not going to be sticking to your budget. You're not going to be sticking to, you know, the things that you want to do if, if you're just kind of going with the, with the wind. Yeah. And, but I'll, I'll contradict myself completely here. And I'll say the one place where I try and let myself be completely unguided by by that type of schedule thing is with um, being spontaneous with my kids and what they want to do. Um, I'm finding in recent months, that's been really helpful for me having a good attitude with them. Cause, cause as an adult, you, you have that rigid thing and you, when your kid wants to play a certain game at a certain time, you're like, well, no, I don't want to do that right now. That's not what I do in this time. Right. Like, yeah, I don't want to go outside and walk around while you ride your scooter, but, but kind of leaning into that, it's like, well, okay, why not? Like, um, it's a little bit of what they fancy and I want to support that. Right. Um, sure. cause it will do them good and it will ultimately do me good too. So I've been trying to, um, trying to indulge them in that way a lot more with, with the fun things they want to do. Not necessarily the, the, the tricky stuff that you get into with parents, with kids, you know, trying to, um, want to, to eat endless ice cream or something like that. But, you know, when it comes to to the good things that you want to encourage in their life to let myself help them out with that. Yeah, man. Playing with dad is an indulgence for the kids. They love it. And, uh, yeah. we should give that to them. Um, it's been a little bit of an adjustment for me cause I, I took this new job recently and now I'm gone a lot more cause I'm, mm-hmm. I'm out driving around visiting clients more now. Whereas previous jobs have been kind of more work from home, which maybe I would go out a little bit, but mostly for my home office. And so my kids are, they've been off school all this whole week. Um, 
um, until, you know, for New Year's and Christmas and everything, winter break yeah. is continued. So they've been like, you know, two o'clock on a Wednesday. They're like, where's dad? You know, <laughs> and my wife would be like, well, he's at work. They're like, still haven't, didn't he go yesterday? <laughs> like, they're like, yeah, he's got to go every day. They're like, oh, he's got to go every day. So um, I understand that, you know, they're not used to having me not, not having me around more. And so I try to remember that when I get home, because especially because after a day of work, I thought I'd be, it's weird. I thought I was going to be more like exhausted after work. And I was, I have been tired, you know, have driving around doing this, but I get, sometimes I eat, I get like in the zone and I'm like, all right, got to do this, got to do that, got to do that. And I had this day packed full of stuff. And then I'm like, when I get home, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Cause I'm like in my productivity mode, you know, you ever get like that yeah. where you're just like, I'm going. And, yeah. uh, my kids were like, Hey dad, you want to go play foosball with me? And I'm like, Oh, I, I should probably go. <laughs> I, mean, I probably shouldn't say no to my kid. I don't have anything pressing right now. I probably should go play with my boys. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. hundred percent. I, I agree with it. Um, yeah, man, this is a, this is an interesting one, a little bit different than our, than our typical ones, but I think it's important. Uh, the little bit is, is the, is the key being the key part and, um, having, yeah. finding that balance, I think. Yeah, exactly. A little bit, but also, you know, um, you know, it, it, yeah, just keep, it keeps life, uh, keeps life good. It keeps life interesting to, to engage in what you like to do. And, um, it's, it's the spice of life. It's the spice of life. Yeah. Have, have, eat something you like once in a while, not every day, maybe, but once in a while, have it, spend some money on splurge on something that you want to, something you nice you want to wear or nice you want to have or whatever. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I I agree with it. Uh, as long as we can find that balance, so a little of what you fancy does you good. I, I agree with that. So, um, yeah, really good one. Thanks for the conversation, and uh, thanks everyone for listening. We will uh, be back at it next week with another episode. So make sure you have subscribed to the podcast, and we will see you guys next time. All right, we'll see you. All right, there are later. only four things certain since social progress began the dog returns to his vomit, and the sow returns to her mire, and the burnt fool's bandaged finger goes wobbling back to the fire, and that after this is accomplished, and the brave new world begins, when all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sin, as surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook idiot. Terror and slaughter.